Thank we you, give Jesus. you glory today, Lord. Oh, Thank we you, bless Jesus. your name today, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God Amen. is so good. He is so awesome. He yes, has blessed he is. us. He has made ways out of no ways. <laughs> He's yes, given Lord. us favor, and we just have to thank it and praise him yes, right now. Lord. He is our awesome Savior. He is our Father. He is our everything. And yes, we praise Lord. him and lift him up this morning. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. I will the announcements for today, for this week. Wednesday, we will have prayer with um, Elder Kirkland beginning at 12 p.m. to 12.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday. On Thursday, we will have a prayer and Bible study at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we're just talking about on reminder that we will have special guests on November 26th. Our uh, brother Baker, he will be coming with a special me- message. So it's called a friends and family day. So all are, are to where we are supposed to invite our family members and our friends to come and hear the the uh, the message. And on next Sunday, uh, our bishop will be bringing the Thanksgiving service on Wednesday, uh, next Sunday. So uh, let all write down that on the calendar and all come. And if there's any changes that we will be able to tell you, we'll let you know. So I don't know if I missed anything, Bishop. No, you didn't. Go there. Thank you. Okay, those are the for this week. So thank God. Praise God today. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, I will be bringing the message today. Amen. And it happens to do with the blessings of God. Thank you, Jesus. The goodness of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And it has to do with the promises of God. You know, some of us are d- doubt. Are we worthy to be blessed by the Lord Jesus? You know, we, we read something in the Word of God, and so we say, you know, does that pertain to us? Yes, if you're a child of God, it pertains to you. So we're going to start from the beginning. In when This was when Moses, uh, during the time of Moses and, and in Deuteronomy, when and it opens up uh, in Deuteronomy where uh, the Israelites were at the Jordan shore. They were at getting ready to cross over, and the Lord was getting ready to allow them to cross over to the promised land, and where he would not allow Moses to cross over to the promised land because he had allowed them to go into the wilderness for 40 years. And uh, this was just before God allowed Israel to cross over the Jordan into the promised land. He mm-hmm. he gives Moses, he tells Moses to give the power to Joshua because he was not allowed to cross over. And so in the book of Deuteronomy, the Lord, you know, this is where, you know, the Lord had already established the law. He'd given it to uh, Moses. And this is what, you know, it had been written. And the Israelites, they were supposed to follow the, the law. And, okay, and being faithful like Jesus, you see, the Lord spoke the scriptures all the time. Being faithful like Jesus, it was when he was tempted in the wilderness. He taught us that we should be faithful and true to our covenant with God. And that is very important to resisting the devil for our lives. But in Deuteronomy 28, it urges us to obey the covenant that we have with him, that we may be able to be blessed beyond measure. So in Deuteronomy 28, the first 14 verses are blessings, 
and the next fifth from 15 on are the curses of God. So it says in, in Deuteronomy 28, beginning at the first verse, it says, And it shall come to pass that if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will will set thee on high above all nations. And all these blessings shall come upon thee and overtake thee, that if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. See, he's talking to those that if you will diligently seek him, if you will diligently be obedient, not everybody, but those who are diligently obedient to his word. Mm-hmm. This, that he shall be bestowed upon us. Blessed shall thou be in the city, and blessed shall thou be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body, and the fruit of the ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, and the increase of thy kin, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall be when thou cometh in and when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. And they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee seven ways. And the Lord shall command the blessings upon thee and thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hands upon. And this, I read some of it, but, you know, some people says that this was during the time of the law and that it did not pertain to us, that the Lord did not bestow the blessing unto us. But that is not true. Mm -hmm. You see, today we are not under the law, but under grace. But we are expected to apply the law to our lives today. Amen. See, God demands obedience and holiness, you see. He demands that. And so 1 Peter beginning at the first verse. And it's a call to holiness. Instead, shape your lives to become like the Holy One who called you. For Scripture says, you are to be holy because I am holy. This is how we're supposed to live. And this Lord gives, you know, his blessings about those who are obedient unto him. Blessing and cursing is not only a principle found in Deuteronomy, it's also a principle for the Christians. Even though we have been born again and been made holy, the things we have done on this world will be judged. Things obedient to God will be rewarded or blessed, and the disobedience will be cursed or burnt up. That's what the Lord says when we put our things that we have done on this earth. He has promised us blessings, abundance, and favor. He's also promised us joy and protection and victory. And the promise that he made with Abraham is also ours. It's a new covenant. Mm-hmm. That's what he said. We have the same covenant as Abraham. Mm-hmm. So Galatians says, okay, I will be Galatians 3, beginning at verse 6, it says, Abraham, our father of faith, led the way as our pioneering example. He believed God, and the substance of his faith released God's righteousness to him. So those who are the true children of Abraham will have the same faith as their father. Mm-hmm. God's plan 
all along was to bring this message of salvation to the nations through the revelation of faith. Long ago, God prophesied over Abraham as the Holy Scripture says, through your example of faith, all the nations will be blessed. And so the blessings of Abraham's faith is now our blessings too. But if you choose to live in bondage under the legalistic rule of religion, you live under the law's curse. Mm-hmm. That's what the Word of God says. So see, we see that we are still blessed. We're blessed because we are under a new covenant. Mm-hmm. Whatever the Lord promised Abraham, it's also promised to us. See? Amen. The Lord, he promised to strengthen us. Yes. And give us rest. And take care of our needs. He want, He promised to prosper us as our soul prospers. He answers our prayer. And he works things out for our good. And he never leaves us nor forsake us. God mm-hmm. promises freedom from sin. He promises salvation. Yes. You see, that's the promise of the Lord. Yes, amen. Amen. And Joel... I'll get Joel the two. Joel the second chapter and the 22nd verse. And it says, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the pommel worm, my great army which I sit among you. And ye shall eat up, eat in plenty, and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed and ye shall know that i am in the midst of israel and that i am the lord your god and none else and my people shall never be ashamed see this is the promise of the lord if we diligently obey him if we diligently seek his face that we are children of god these are the promises that's unto us he has promised us these things and we have received them if we if we diligently seek him and we are his children, we have received them. We already have the promises of God. You see, the mm-hmm. Lord knows the plans that he has for us. If we are his children, he knows the plans that he has for Amen. us. He has perfected those things that concern us. So we don't have to worry. These blessings are ours. Every word in the word of God, the promises and the blessings, they already belong to us. So we don't have to doubt anything we don't have to worry we don't have to say oh i wonder will the lord do this for me because that's doubting that's being Mm double-minded and that's talking out of both sides of our mouth and the word of god says that a double-minded man what makes him think that i will do anything for him because see when we're doubting the lord cannot bless us when we doubt he cannot uh he cannot answer our prayers because we are doubting and we are are not of being holy and we're not thinking of God that's a loss from the devil and this is what the enemy wants us to think he does not want us to be reassured that the Lord will do what he says he would do to us mm-hmm. for us and so this is all that the Lord gave me I wrote this mm-hmm. very short and this is what he gave me today and I thank God for giving this and it's an encourage for those who are really wondering if God will answer them. Some people are wondering if they could even ask the Lord anything because they think that the Lord will turn them down. They are too afraid to ask God because they say they sin so much. But the mm-hmm. Lord has forgiven you. If you are a child of God, the Lord has forgiven you. It does not matter what you have done. 
the Lord is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins. You are a child of God. So you don't have to be afraid to ask him anything. You don't have to be afraid to ask him to forgive you of anything. Some people think that he will never forgive them because they have done things that are so horrible. But yes, he will do that. He said he would forgive you. So if you're out of the ark of safety this morning and you've heard the message, you wonder about, you know, his blessings or his curses or you heard what, you know, people have told you. The Lord says, come unto him. And you believe that, you know, come unto him and surrender unto him and turn your life over to him, that he will save you. He will bless you and he will turn things around for your life. So we see that uh, Romans. I'll read Romans once again. Romans says, Therefore, now there is no condemnation which are those that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. If you have been forgiven by the Lord, there is now no condemnation because you have been forgiven by the Lord Jesus. And he says also that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And if you, you believe that in your heart, you are a new creature. If you surrender to the Lord, you are a new creature in Christ Jesus. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are made new. And Father, we thank you right now for those that have turned their life over to you. Father, we thank you for those that are contemplating, uh, you know, whether they want to be saved or not. We ask you, Father God, that you'll pull them into you, that they will see that there is salvation, there is rescue, there is, is uh, happiness and peace in following you, Lord Jesus. Father, we ask that you will forgive them for the message. You will let them see the sin that they that they will turn to you and ask for forgiveness, O Lord Jesus, that you will break down yourself and they will be saved, O Lord Jesus. We just thank you and praise you right now for those who have come in to the fold. And we thank you, Father God, for those that have uh, backslidden and decided to come back to you, O Lord Jesus. Father God, I ask that you will give them rest. And we thank you, Lord, for bringing them into the fold. They are a new creature in Christ Jesus, and now they are the righteousness of God. We thank you and praise you right now. In Jesus' We thank God for that message. And Apostle, if you will give the scripture references one more time from Deuteronomy. Okay, okay Deuteronomy 28, 1-14. Okay, and First okay. Peter. Yeah, First Peter 1, 15-16. Okay, uh, amen. Galatians, Galatians 3, Mm-hmm. Six through nine. Mm-hmm. And uh Joel, Joel two and twenty-five. Okay. And I uh, reference Jeremiah twenty-nine and eleven. Amen. Thank you, Apostle. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Okay. Well, we thank God for this day. We thank God for this time when Two or three are gathered together, touching and agreeing. The Lord is in the midst, and we thank the Lord for being here today, for him being here right now. We just thank yes. everyone that's on the uh, You know, the Lord will forever be with us. We're not to fret, and we're not to worry. Amen. Even though it looks bad. It, it may look bad, but it's not. 
that in Christ Jesus. So if all hearts and minds have any last words, Bishop, would you like to have any, any last words before we dismiss? No, ma'am. That was a wonderful message, and I thank God uh, for those that are, are on right now and those that will listen later. I know that it will be a blessing to you because it truly blessed me. Amen. Amen. Okay, I will say the precinct blessing. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. And may the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. And may the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. In the mighty name of Jesus, we say amen and amen. Amen. And you all have a wonderful day. God bless you all. God bless you. Love you. Love you. Bye-bye. This is Bishop Angela Young from About My Father's Business. And on behalf of myself and Elder Olivia Lavery, we'd like to thank you for joining us.